let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. KFI AM 640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. And we're on the air from 1 until 4. And then after 4 o'clock, whatever you missed on the iHeart app, it's the John and Ken on demand podcast. And you can hear that all weekend, too. It's hard to say three times fast. iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio app. Yeah, those words don't flow, but that's uh, what we're stuck with. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's very valuable, the iHeartRadio app. We're going to start the show. We're actually going to talk about it a couple times because I have to say my jaw dropped. I, the big story one week ago, John Cobelt, was... One week ago? No, we came in and did the show last Friday? No. Okay. Uh, the judge who was charged with killing his wife in Orange County... Mm. And we both agreed the story probably has more to it. Uh, there were suspicions that maybe the judge didn't actually shoot. Maybe the son who was home did. But that's not what happened in the court papers we find out about today. And I, I, I guess the most shocking thing is he texted court staff after he shot his wife. Yeah, the, clerk, the court clerk and the bailiff. Quote, I just lost it. I just shot my wife. I won't be in tomorrow. I will be in custody. I'm so sorry. They looked at it. Apparently, some of them thought it was a joke. Um, well, yeah, I, I would think so, too. He just felt so bad, I guess. He wanted to immediately confess. And also because he's so important that he get to his job, he wanted to make sure everybody knew that there'd be a problem with his reporting for court tomorrow. You know, that is a committed public servant. 
immediately informing his staff that he will not be available the next day. The son called 911. Not the, the judge. No, and the son supposedly tried to perform CPR on the mother. Now, you might have also guessed he appears he was drunk. Well, he and looks it in the mugshot. Very, you know, that blotchy s- face, swollen. Red face. Yeah, yeah. yeah blotchy is what I saw. Right. Splo- <laughs> well, uh, the story is. We'll get a lot more on this from Corbin Carson. who's covering this for KFI News later on in the show. But there was some sort of an argument. They got into an argument over dinner, the husband and the wife. And I guess after they got home, he was making a hand gesture like, pew, pow, a gun. Mm -hmm. So I guess he did that at the restaurant. When they got home, she said, why don't you point a real gun at me? Well... He had a Glock 40 in his ankle holster, and that's sure as hell what he did. Well, he pulled it up, and uh, you don't saying it was an accident. Shot her in the chest, exited her back, and hit the wall behind. Oh, her. he probably had a few drinks at dinner. Oh, and, he says he uh, was drunk. Yeah, yeah it, it, right. The word they're using is intoxicated. Right. So he got, got he yeah. smelled of alcohol when the police got there. He drank too much. Got into a fight with his wife at dinner. She got fed up with him. It's like, yeah, why don't you pull out a real gun? But you don't say that to somebody who actually has a real gun on them and is drunk. That's really dangerous because you lose your inhibitions, obviously, when you're drunk and uh, you just might uh, follow through. Uh, It says here they took a sample of his blood. Uh, The alcohol content seven hours after the shooting was .06, which is below the legal limit. But that was seven hours. Yeah, that's that's enough to screw up your judgment. Uh, yeah, seven hours later. They they get they, they give a test seven hours later. Come on. Uh, if you still have .06 after seven hours, then you were probably, you know, over uh, double that. Pretty flaming. Come in, come, yeah, you, yeah. That sounds like he had at least, like, you know, four or five drinks at dinner. Pretty full up. <laughs> yeah. Because you lose oh. about, a, you lose about a, a, a drink's worth of alcohol an hour. You know, yeah. maybe .02, .03, something like that. 72 years old, and this couple was married a while, and I guess they kind of had one of those relationships where occasionally, you know, they argue. And then, well, now I'll put this little piece in, which also made my jaw drop. Uh, the search warrant of the home, mm. 47 weapons. Rifles, yeah. shotguns, handguns, and more than 26,000 rounds of ammunition. You don't get a guy mad who has 47 weapons. No, and I mean, don't say, and, don't try to call his bluff. No. And he, and Why don't you get a real gun if you really mean that? And, and he's drunk. Oh, and I feel aren't. bad for the woman. I mean, I do too. Be. But uh, when somebody's drunk and you, you make that kind of a mocking. Well, there's also a history here. A few years ago, he, the judge put a gun to his head and his wife talked him out of suicide. Oh, and no. then another time he fired a gun while alone in his bathroom. And the son thought it was an accidental discharge, but, you know, he, he had a lot of problems. Uh, that's, that's pretty clear. So well, he, he co- told you last, when he surrendered, this is Thursday night last week, they put the dots on him like he was outside. Mm-hmm. And he had his hands up saying, I don't have a weapon, but he wouldn't get down on the ground. When they, well, according to the court documents, he asked the cops to kill him. And then he said, what an ass I am. Oh, man, I can't believe I did this. And I guess I'm done for a while. I'm done for a while. Because he's still a little drunk. And right. you know what can come out when you're 
a little drunk is a lot of truth. The truth, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Including the text. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Well. Last time we visited this story, we didn't know who was going to handle the case, but it is going to be the Orange County DA's office. So that we found out later yesterday. Uh, I guess the state attorney general's okayed it. So they are going to prosecute the case, Todd Spitzer's yeah. office. Uh, no, I don't see anybody uh, coming forth and uh, telling us he was a wonderful guy. He has two of longtime lawyer names, John. Remember John Barnett and Paul Meyer? Those are his lawyers. That takes us back a ways. I think they used to represent police officers, maybe? Uh, I'm trying to remember. John Barnett, I remember. Yeah. Uh, From one of those cases. They're, they're pretty well known. Uh, and of course, Ferguson was a prosecutor before he became a judge. I don't know. There's nothing. There's nothing to do. You can't. You can't defend him and say it didn't happen. Oh, they're saying it was a mistake or an accident. An accident? Maybe he's going to say he didn't know the gun was loaded. He's just going to pull it and say, you know, it's uh, it's uh, what's his name? It hit her. Alec Baldwin thing. It hit her straight on right in the middle. The of The gun went off by itself. What? It, it. He shot her right in the center of her body. Yeah, I wonder how far away he was. Sounds like he was pretty close. Because if you're drunk, you're not. No, lonely. he's this is this is uh, he's got to die in prison. That's what it, that's what has to happen. Oh, this no this special story treatment. Says he did call nine one one. The judge did too to vaguely report the shooting. When asked if he shot his wife, he said he didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> but we just need paramedics. Please send them. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, Come on. He now faces, uh, well, it's yeah. California, right? He could be out in a year. Life in prison. Because he's 72, John. What about the age of the old thing? No. No, I'm just saying the reality. I know you don't want that, but well, does California have laws about because when you're old? Uh... I took over as of this morning. <laughs> I must have missed that bulletin. We're, we're, we're now under my law. <laughs> Let me check my Cobalt <laughs> news feed so I can get up to date. <laughs> Uh, I, over, we'll have, I overthrew the California government this morning. I forgot to tell you. It says here, 40 years to life in prison if convicted yeah. of current charges. Yeah, I'll take care of him. Oh, that we'll poor have, woman. I mean, really. I I know. I, I And I, like I said, sometimes when people are married a long time, they both get very jaded and cynical, and they will challenge each other. Mm -hmm. That's right. <laughs> you don't bring guns in the house. <laughs> they will. They have a tendency to do that. No guns I, in my house. We'll be talking to Corbin Carson uh, in the 3 o'clock hour. He'll have details and probably some audio on this uh, shocking development in the judge who shot his wife in Orange County story. When we come back, oh, a good development in the 7-Eleven thief story. Remember that? The yes. two 7-Eleven clerks pounded the thief with yes. a stick. Or a, and they're not going to be charged, but he got charged. And the mayor of Stockton went off about our, our laws. <laughs> You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Yeah, and in two hours, we'll be welcoming in the Moist Line people, as we do every Friday at 3.20, and again to pretty much wrap up the show at 3.50 in the 3 o'clock hour. And as I said, we'll be revisiting the crazy story out of Orange County, the judge who did apparently admit that he did shoot his wife after she challenged him to use a real gun. We have Corbin Carson, KFI News, on that story. He'll join us after three o'clock. Go straight to prison then. We have a name now, Tyrone Edward Frazier. This is the story we've been talking on, talking on and off about for a couple of weeks. The man who repeatedly robbed a 7-Eleven in Stockton. And the last time he tried it by loading up cigarettes in a trash can, 
The couple of the store clerks had had enough. The one grabbed him and held him while the other one beat him with a stick. It's a viral video. Do we have the audio again? I want to hear him get beaten one more time. Uh, here. If they can dig that if you out. Can, uh, this uh, is uh, one of the employees, a Sikh. Yes, I think they were both Sikh uh, men who and were working at the 7-Eleven. They don't have the American values of like, oh, I wonder what kind of trauma and suffering he went through to lead him to this moment. Maybe he was just stealing for his family. Yes, they, they do. They, they are food insecure and they needed cigarettes. <laughs> Look, the man is, he was cigarette insecure. <laughs> cigarette insecure. <laughs> Smoking is a vice, but for some people it's an addiction, right? So yeah. it's like taking drugs. And you should uh, try harm reduction. In this case, they didn't, did they? <laughs> um, yeah, whacking somebody with a stick is not harm reduction. <laughs> two developments. First of all, he got charged with five felonies. Wow. All right. Theft using force and burglary in the first degree. A real round of applause for the San Joaquin County DA's office because not only did they charge this guy, they're not charging the 7-Eleven employees who beat him. That was the first rumor that came out that police were investigating and charges could be filed, but they already issued a statement saying, no, we're, we're actually and, just investigating this guy. And did you see $750,000 bail? That might be tough to make. Seven hundred fifty thousand. We got the tape ready. Come on, let's let's uh, let's enjoy this again. Hey, don't. Hey, Watch out, boss. Ain't nothing you can do, man. Out, don't do that. Don't do that, guy, boss. Don't me. do that. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. Okay, brother. Okay. Eleven. Twelve. Thirteen. Fourteen. 15, 16, 17. Wow. 19. 20. Yeah, and the man that said that is Lewis Benton who took the video. That's called whooping your ass. I can't do 21 wax. I didn't realize there were that many. <laughs> he apparently has a long criminal record, but I've not been able to find it. And uh, probably he's done this all the time, robbing places and who knows what else. The mayor of Stockton went on Instagram, Mayor Kevin Lincoln, and here's what he said. The events surrounding the viral video from the 7-Eleven on Center Street are under active investigation by Stockton PD. Once completed, Stockton PD will forward the case to the DA's office. In a statement released by the DA's office today, DA Freitas expressed that the store clerks are not and never have been suspects. Any investigation going forward is to hold accountable the individual who threatened and attempted to rob the store clerks. Mm. California state law, Prop 47, hinders businesses daily by increasing shoplift incidents and decreasing our law enforcement's ability to hold accountable those responsible for such acts. These kinds of California state laws continue to impact communities. We will continue to monitor this incident through the judicial process. One of the worst laws ever passed in California was Prop by the 47. voters by the voters who were wildly lied to by that old fool Jerry Brown Jerry Brown told the big lie over and over the uh, jackasses in the media never told the truth about Brown's lies it gets passed and now it's just a lot of misery if you own a store was if that the one it? that was called safe neighborhoods or? Yeah, safe neighborhoods and schools act which <laughs> I think came out of uh uh, Kamala Harris's empty mind. Oh, it did? Oh, because she was the, she, she was the attorney, attorney general. general. Yes, right, so the she language. she did the title and summary. So this was a Jerry Brown 
Kamala uh, Harris production. Oh, great. Yeah. And so what do you geniuses. get? Yeah, you get the stupidest law ever in the state in state history. Again, they were trying to empty all the prisons. Yeah. And and the stupid belief was, oh, yeah, the money we're going to save on imprisoning these people, we'll use on rehab, and that'll get them back on the right road. Right. No, that didn't work, did it? So, Things are worse than ever. So this guy trying to run a 7-Eleven has got to take out his whooping stick and, and beat this uh, tattoo-faced uh, felon 21 times to send the message. You know, maybe that, you know what, Let, since since they replaced jail sentences, uh, I guess everyone's just going to have to get a stick and beat these guys. What else are we going to do? And uh, shout out for Mayor Lincoln, who uh, I'm looking at his picture in his Instagram account. He is the mayor of Stockton for saying the truth, yeah. which a lot of elected officials won't because his state is so Democrat run. They won't talk about the truth about things like Prop 47. No. No, right, any of the Times running articles, oh, that's right, recidivism is down, it's working. Yeah, yeah. Right. Liars, propaganda, nonsense. Hard Can't take it anymore. Can't take it anymore. I'm going to get right. my stick. Are you? Yeah, I have a list. We, we do not condone violence on the John and Ken show. That's but, our official position. But I... <laughs> But our actual position is... <laughs> you want to see the unofficial position? I'll pass you a note under the table. Uh, you got to do what you got to do. All right. When we return, they never failed to abuse us. The columnist with the El Segundo Times. Uh, this one's name is David Wharton, and he wants you to know he's had a tough time because of years of drought trying to figure out whether or not he should have a lawn. <laughs> I love my grassy yard. Should that make me feel guilty? <laughs> Only, only in the L.A. Times. They, However, they're the only ones who publish these, these he, pieces. He did talk to one guy, or was a couple of experts he consulted with <laughs> for the story and for his yard, who, who probably shocked him with the truth. Uh, and we're going to tell you who that guy is and what he had to say, because it confirms what we've been saying about this whole nonsense over uh, making households conserve water. A, a grown man actually writes a piece I love my grassy yard. Should that make me feel guilty? Yes. That is a wiener's wiener, boy. Uh, we'll what? get to it next. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. 
If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, and we're on the air from 1 until 4. That's on the radio, and then after 4 o'clock, whatever you missed, the iHeart app has the John and Ken On Demand podcast, and listen to it all weekend. Yeah, well, you talk about home values in Southern California. After 2 o'clock, we'll take a close look at this odd story that popped up. A mansion in Hollywood Hills West apparently has been trashed by squatters. Uh, it's a multi-million dollar residence. It is believed it was a foreclosure situation, so it might be owned now by a bank that may not care. So uh, the vagrants took over the place and have made it awful, and the police get calls, and uh, three people, a man and a woman, well, uh, three people, a man and two women, were at the mansion removed and handcuffed by police. So It's, it's like we have these wild animals on the loose, and the way rats find uh, you know, they can nest inside abandoned homes. Right. Yeah. Now, now you have these. They're like feral animals, and they they go crawling around. And if they see an empty house, they burrow inside and destroy Usually, the place. You know, they take a sad looking shack. And this thing was once valued at ten million dollars. It is now littered with debris, and you got it, feces. Yeah. Nice views of the city, apparently. Yeah. Every day there's a feces story. <laughs> Every day. Used to be like once every 10 years, you'd have a story with feces in it. There's only one that ever sticks in my head forever. And that's when the feces locked the escalators at the BART station in, in that San Francisco is, or Oakland, I think it was. That is number one on the feces hit parade. They were taking story. a dump on the escalator. That's it, right. It, it squeezed up the gears. It locked them. <laughs> I don't know if feces could do that. That was kind of soft and would just be. But I guess if you get enough of it in well, there, it just sure. clogs up the Yes. Like a bowl clock. Uh, this story is so good that it even turns green when you look at it on the Times website. John. I saw that. I wonder, oh, is that the effect? They were it, Yes. It, it's supposed to be a, gre a, a green story. Well, because it's about your lawn. And the headline is, after years of drought, can you have a guilt-free lawn in Los Angeles? By David Wharton. David Wharton. I, I David Wharton, also titled, I love my grassy yard. Should that make me feel guilty? Now, has anybody... Anyone normal out there ever looked at your yard and felt guilty that you had a yard? 
I, or, I've never they looked at your yard and gone, tisk, tisk, tisk. That's too oh. beautiful and too lush. <laughs> Look at that. I, I have a green Don't lawn. Don't you know these times we live in? <laughs> Look what I've done. I have a green lawn. <laughs> well, what he, a wiener. Good He Lord. felt the opposite because his neighbors apparently have lush lawns, and he thought, oh, no, if we dig it up, and uh, they wanted to replace it with like this bark, mulch, and bunch grass. I don't know what bunch grass is, but it well, doesn't that, sound particularly that attractive. That sounds ugly. I have a neighbor on my block who does not have a, uh, a normal lawn, and it is so ugly. It is so incredibly ugly. Is it rocks? It is just everything. It's just everything it's, that's not grass. probably a lot of cactuses, right? It's, succulents? Yeah, it's, succulents? Love succulents. <laughs> Both of you love that word. I have to throw it in there. <laughs> Two different responses. One dirty, the other one. It's, yeah, succulent sounds dirty. I'm not thinking it <laughs> okay. in, in that way. Because uh, he said, what would my neighbors think about disrupting the procession of tidy green rectangles that defined our block? What about the resale value? Would the dog miss our old backyard? So the wife and he had this debate as to what to do in order to cut back on their water usage. Apparently the wife's, this was the wife's idea because the city was offering a rebate. And so she wanted to replace the lawn with the bark mulch. I, I don't know what that is. And bunch Well, grass, if you know what tree which, bark is, imagine it is kind of ground up mulch. Yeah. You know. And then you put succulents all around mm. so that you don't have to water as much. <laughs> you, so, have lot, you have a lot of succulents? I do, this, but I don't, have, I don't have a lawn. But my house is kind of a unique house. It didn't come with a lawn, but mm. I do have a lot of succulents planted in certain places. So he finds this man by the name of Don Hodel, an environmental horticulturist. Oh, an emeritus advisor for the University of California. And you know what? He got the truth from Don Hodel, who said, well, I know it's not popular to say you want a lawn anymore. There is advantages. It'll get you outside to recreate. It's cooling the air on hot summer afternoons. Uh -huh. And then the big one of the water designed for domestic and business use in California an estimated 80% goes to agriculture compared to 20% for urban. Says, I'm not against conversa conversation, but uh, it's just that lawns are functional in many respects. I don't think we saved that much overall by getting rid of them. That's there right. you go. There you go. Wow. Simple truth from the uh, emeritus. Don Hodel told the truth. I'm surprised they published his quote. I know. I was going to say the author, Wharton, was probably like, what? Nobody. That's not the gospel we preach. Nobody understands that all of us that live in homes who water our, our lawns use up and have very, very tiny bit of all the water in the state. Agriculture sucks up, well, 80% of it. Yeah, in some cases I've heard that residential use is only 10%. Because, like be, right, because business. Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. That would be consumer, right. Yeah, so, so yeah, it's actually less than 10% that homeowners use. Right. Because business uses up, uh, I forgot, well, I guess probably around 10%, just rounding things off. Right. It may be even less than 10% that, that homeowners use. It's it's very little. And, and when you and when you talk about out of your whole uh, water bill, how much is used on the lawn, that's even a tinier fraction. Because most of your water in your house is used for, uh, 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 you know, at the sink and taking showers. Right. Stuff like that. Washing your washing your clothes. Well, L.A. does pay residents five dollars per square foot. You can get up to twenty five grand for well, tearing out your lawn. That's a dumbass policy. That's a complete waste of money. 
and they that, say it's saved 2.3 billion gallons a year so far. That that just subsidizes probably some politically connected turf companies. In fact, do you remember early on when Garcetti became mayor? Yeah. And there was a drought going on, and he was trying to sell everybody on artificial turf lawns. And he had a press conference, and he did an endorsement explicitly pushing a specific company who was good at installing artificial turf lawns. And it turned out that company had given Garcetti a big campaign check. And yeah, Garcetti got that. caught and eventually had to like kind of apologize and acknowledge that what, what he did. So he was doing commercials, paid commercials for an artificial turf company, making money by exploiting the alleged fake drought that we were having. Uh, he also talked to an, another good title, an environmental historian. How's that for a job? Ted Steinberg. He wasn't so much anti-lawn. This guy wasn't either. But he said that, uh, and he actually wrote a book, American Green, The Obsessive Quest for the Perfect Lawn. He just says that because... We, after World War II, people really started buying homes, especially in the suburbs, and they wanted to have the perfect lawns to match their neighbors, so they started buying all of the uh, so, uh, biochemical so. weapons to uh, herbicides to make their lawns perfect. And he says that's when people just went overboard a bit. So what? Who are these people who judge others over their lawn? <laughs> wow, what a bunch of sour jerks, huh? But it's that's, not your business if I have a lawn or not. That's kind of the stereotype, though. You build the cookie-cutter suburb, and everybody has the same exact house and the same exact beautiful well, lawn. And if your lawn is ugly, people are going to like, oh, they're going to snicker behind your back and wag their finger at you and judge well, you. I don't like ugly lawns. I of guess course, I'm you and, like that. You and I were the opposite. We get upset when people have a decent neighborhood, and then there's one guy that puts the car on the front lawn, the junk car. The, the, and right. All of his possessions, his hoarding stuff, and... <laughs> That's annoying, although, you know, that could go back to the same thing you said. Who cares, right? Yeah, it's just that when, when property you, values when you, will probably suffer because well, somebody wants you, to buy a home in the neighborhood, look at that and go, wow, well, that's your neighbor? Well, yeah, that's the thing. Then you wonder, okay, how crazy is he? Is he the guy who's going to uh, end up in a uh, barricade with the FBI? Like, right. how dangerous is this guy? Because when, when there's somebody who exhibits that hoarding or that, that junk mentality where they got, uh, you know, all kinds of debris on their front lawn... Yeah. Then you then you know he's off uh, he's off kilter. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM six forty. We're live everywhere. It's the iHeartRadio app. Yeah, it's none of any everybody's business. Uh, yeah, just ignore my succulents. That's your succulents. She was carrying around succulents yesterday. I love succulents. Yeah. Have you eaten cactus? I have not. That no, seems sorry. like something you to get into. I, I think restaurants have it on the menu. Oh, really? I'll have to check it out next time. I haven't I haven't tried it. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. By the way, they still have not picked up my uh, damaged oh. trash can and replaced it. Oh, no. And you called again, right? Oh, I'm going to call today. Oh, okay. I thought you called. I should have called this morning. No. They told me to wait. See what right. happens yesterday. Nothing because happened. of the job action. Everything got uh, messed right. up. Everything's messed up because of that stupid strike. Right. Coming up after two o'clock, people are talking about this story. A uh, mansion in uh, Hollywood Hills uh, apparently has been taken over by squatters. Seventeen fifty four Sunset Plaza Drive. It at one time was worth ten million dollars, but uh, it looks like a foreclosure situation. So uh, squatters have been going there and hanging out, and there's feces and uh, oh, graffiti. Oh, Sunset Plaza and... Drive, I know where that is. 
You know where 1754 Sunset Plaza Drive uh, not, is? Not the exact address, but I know that, that street. The street. Right. Right. All right. Well, we got a full report coming from Blake Trolley after the news at 2 o'clock. And again, at the 3 o'clock hour, we'll talk again about that wild story out of Orange County. The judge who's accused of shooting his wife to death. And I say accused, but he's pretty much admitted it by texting his staff that he shot his wife. So... <laughs> Yeah. It's like a pretty good case there. The <laughs> defense is going to go for something in the terms of accidental. Uh, you know, yeah. Didn't realize that he would actually kill her by raising a gun to her. Uh, anyway, all this is coming up along with the Moist Line in the 3 o'clock hour. Uh, good news, I guess, from the California Energy Commission. We've talked about this on and off for years now. As California thinks it's going to go 100% renewables, the first thing they wanted to do was get rid of fossil fuels, the next thing they want to do is get rid of gases. So the state has three gas power plants sitting along the coasts. Uh, and uh, the idea was to shut them down. Originally, they wanted to phase them out, I think, back a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. But guess what happened? Well, you know, we had some hot summers. We had a real strain on the electricity supply. If we eliminate those gas plants, we could be really in dire straits. Blackouts. Run out of blackouts, right. The new Not the kind you get after you drink too much. No. No. The so the kind where uh, you lose power in the house for a period of time. Uh, and what are, the, what, what, are, what, are, what are brownouts? Is that just a... Brownouts, I, I, I think that's when you... Uh, things flicker, maybe are out for short periods of time. Oh, okay. Scattered about. Right, but blackouts, blackouts is like total shutdown over a widespread area. Right. And remember, they thought they would do this, but, well, they did this because of the fires. They would black out some areas because they wanted to turn off the power lines because they're causing too many fires. Anyway, uh, the decision by the California Energy Commission is to make sure they keep going at least through the year 2026. So they'll be around at least another two and a half years. That does not help or make the environmentalists happy. They all showed up to uh, scream about this. Uh, the three of them are Ormond Beach Generating Station, AES Alamitos, and AES Huntington Beach are the ones that uh, were up for I, debate here. It's like it's like talking to animals, these, these protesters. There's not enough, enough electricity being made. It was a dumb idea. They, they, they wanted to shut down the nuclear plant. Now that's going to be running for a number of years they wanted to shut down three gas plants and those are going to be running because without that Californians gets thrown into blackout yeah and, and it gets and, dangerous and they're pushing people to use more electricity particularly with the cars right. so yeah we've got to have the supply yeah, right now the, Newsom says we're in good shape because the rain has allowed us to have more hydroelectric power so that's right. going to help us for a while. But, but you know, it's, it's important to point out how crazy <coughs> the, and, and just stupid these activists are. They, they want us to want to force us into electric cars. There's not that much of an electric grid to handle all the electric cars. But if everybody plugged in their cars tomorrow, we, we'd end up with massive blackouts. And then they want to take away more potential energy sources like the natural gas plants and like the nuclear plants. Well, like, what is it? Can, can we just live? Why are we under orders from this crowd? They, they, they want to save the world. Well, so. but they're foolish people. I'm tired of their religion. I really am tired of hearing about their silly, silly religion. 
Three it, hours of public comment, and the story says few people spoke in support of keeping the plants open. It was a combination of environmentalists and some local residents who say they get sick from the from the gas well, plants. Then you ought to move. Ormond Beach is a largely Latino, yeah. low-income part, part of Oxnard, if you know where that is. Time, near time, time, time to move. Uh, next to agricultural fields. Right. Uh, I, 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 I don't, I, do we constantly have to debate these people? Of course, no one's going to show up, uh, to, at a meeting to support a, a natural gas plant because we all take for granted that these plants are going to run because we need the electricity. It doesn't occur to a normal person that there's some group of religious nuts who want to shut down everything that creates our daily electric plow power. It's right. like, why would we have a meeting about this? Why do we have to present our side? It's self-evident we need this. Right. They say something else that'll probably help. They think they're coming up with better battery storage, so the solar and the wind can over be... over the long, long term. Yes, it'll be it'll yeah. be a while. They said it's already improved a bit, but we're a way off from right. But, but they, this they... just proves one thing that we like to point out every time: when you got a governor like Newsom who's looking over here at uh, you know renewables and the environment, but then he's faced with the big thing on the other side. Oh my God, blackouts will kill me because these ideas don't work. If we have blackouts, the, the voters will turn on me. Right, because the ideas he endorses, if he even understands them, they don't work. You can't run the state of California on on just uh, wind and solar. That's impossible. You can't close the nuclear and the natural gas plants. You're just wrong. You're you're, you're being foolish and silly. It's not worthy of a discussion anymore. All right. Coming up next, we'll talk about that multi-million dollar mansion, which apparently was overrun with squatters. Police came out, had to arrest a couple of people. There's graffiti and feces and, well, you name it. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark Lyme, the 24-hour KFI Newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. 
in the land of saints and sinners from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R.